This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It is now time for the second hour of power <laughs> with Ron Heidenreich, Nick Neubauer, and Tom Neubauer. That's me. I'm Tom. He's Nick. And, of course, Nick Bodie on the boards, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250 if you want to get in touch with us during the show. Or you can always email us at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Like I told you, at 6 o'clock hour, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. Every Saturday morning. So... Call your friends, tell them to turn on. And, and by the way, this show is the most listened to, the number one two-hour live outdoor show in the state of Wisconsin. That's right. And as far as I know, could be the whole U.S. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, I don't know of any other two-hour outdoor live outdoor right. show anywhere in right. the country. I don't know of any. Yeah. I've done a little searching, but I haven't done an extensive search, but... Uh, I'm telling you, know, hey. Well, anyway, so now this is what I'd like to get into, if you guys don't mind. Yeah. Because we had a caller. I mean, we had a, yeah, a caller last week that went out and, because he heard us talking about kayaks and kayak fishing. And I was telling him about how you do that a lot. And he went out and bought a kayak. And I think it was the guy up in Crandon. No, not Crandon. uh, Monaco. Monaco, Wisconsin. And, uh, and he said he bought a kayak, and now he's getting in places that there's nobody else there, little sure. lakes. Yeah. So, Nick, tell us about your kayak fishing. First of all, what kind of kayak do you have? So I upgraded. I first bought, it was a Sun Dolphin. Yeah, just a. It was it was an angler one, but it was kind of a cheaper model. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but when I moved back to Wisconsin last summer, I went to Sherpers, and I mm-hmm. bought a uh, Old Town Viper Angler 10-foot. Mm-hmm. And I love that kayak because I'm a bigger guy. I'm six five, you know, two forty five. It has a really big cockpit for me to move around in. Two rod holders in the back, and what the one feature that I really do like on that kayak that was on there that I would recommend people if you don't have one to get one. It's called an anchor trolley, and what you do is you hook up your anchor to uh, it's kind of a rope that you can swivel up and down and back on a swivel. So when you're fishing. Before, I used to just put an anchor on an anchor cleat, and the way the wind would blow, I move, my kayak's moving all different ways, and you couldn't position yourself correctly. With this, the anchor slides from the back of the kayak 
to the front of the kayak, depending on wind, or I can put it in the middle to wherever I want, yeah. and adjust to the wind, just by, you know, unclipping it, drops down, and I, or, I, or I can move it up to the front, quick pull it up with a little pulley system. It's like on a pulley system, yeah. yeah. Pull now, it to the front. This anchor, how much does the anchor weigh? Like two pounds? Yeah. It's, it's, I, it's I, I have three? a, I thought I had a, a three or, the one was like a little heavier, yeah. but I went to a smaller one, which I kind of like better. Once it gets in the weeds, yeah, you're no fine. Problem. Yeah, It holds me. Uh, yeah. So that anchor trolley is probably one of my favorite things I got on mm-hmm. that new kayak. Um, and but you you can get attachments like to put locators yep. and uh, yep. rod holders and yep. just about anything you want. Anchor right? cleats, rod holders. What I did, I got a. There's two uh, rod holders in the back that were pre-mounted in there, mm-hmm. and then I got a clip-on rod holder that I have a lip that comes around that whole kayak, so I can clip on another rod holder. And so I bring three rods. I'm an old kayak. I actually used to bring four. I had two rod holders in the front, <laughs> four rods two in the back. In the kayak. <laughs> it was a little too much. So now I take three. And um, but yeah, I I have uh, um, I got a locator for mm-hmm. Christmas. It's not a, a high end one or anything. It actually sits over the side of the kayak with the transducer on a little, kind of like a Vexlar with a little float. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, around my neck is a little display screen, and it gives me the depth and water temperature, and that's really all. I and need. that's really what you wanted. Wanted the depth. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I was going to uh, – now, uh, there was something else I was going to ask you. Well, you've seen these kayaks that got the foot pedals? I did, yeah. <laughs> that got a little – like it's like a little motor, but yeah. you operate with your feet. Those are cool. Those are I've cool, but them. they're a little out of my price range. Yeah, but... they're not cheap. Yeah. yeah. They cost a little bit more. But like your caller said last week, I take that up north all the time on those little lakes yeah. that you know don't have boat launches or they have walking access. they got to walk a quarter mile. And one of the things I just bought, too, is a kayak carrier. So those quarter-mile walks, half-mile walks i got to do. Yeah. You you know you put the kayak on. It's it has, got wheels. Yeah, it has yeah. two wheels. I can drag it. The carrier comes apart. The two wheels go way in the front of the uh, the kayak, and the other one straps on the back. I'm done. Really yeah. nice. So you don't have to leave it there on the shore. Or nothing. No, yeah. no. And I can get back. So there's you know there's one lake. It's a half mile walk. The yeah. one's a quarter mile, and you can't drive back there. It is perfect. Yeah, and you get to little lakes around here. The one thing I did recommend when you were in Arizona. Because they're, on some of those bodies of water you were on, they're bigger bodies of water. There's big boats. Big boats, yeah. And and you were almost run over yeah, one time. I was, yeah. <laughs> and I and that was when I said, well, you got to get one of those fiberglass or wood sticks mm-hmm. that I do. stick I up do. about six, seven feet with a flag on right. it. <laughs> yeah, know? I do need one of those. And yeah. I, I, I see they sell the pre-made ones. And I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they the flag sticks is in the drain plug or something. You kind of screw down, it pops up. I saw the other one. There's different... There's different ones. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you get a fish on, now your father-in-law was telling me one time how he had a bass jump in the boat because now you're now the kayak you have, you're you're not in it, you're above it, right? No, I'm in it. Oh, that's I mean, I'm a sit in. It's not a sit on top. It's not a sit on top. It's right. a sit in. I'm in it, and I, I I prefer those better. You do. I do. Okay. So you're at water level. Yeah. With these fish, when you bring it, I mean, they're right there, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right next to you. Now he told me he had a bass like jump in the boat yeah. with them. You know? Yeah, and that 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 happens. And one another thing I bought is uh, it's this plastic little clamp. It floats, yeah. so when you catch northerns and they're flopping around right there, I can clamp it into you know on their mouth and on pull their it jaw. Up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People use it ocean fishing a lot. Yeah, and things like that. Well, Ron Ron uh, uses it for musky. Oh, yep. there you go. Yeah. Got them at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. Got them in the store. And, yeah, yeah, and we have some at Sherpers too. Yeah, yeah. Those are real handy, especially for. There are some people who don't want to touch fish. Yeah, yeah. You know? So these little things, they just clamp on the lower jaw. Yep. They don't hurt the fish at all. Not at all. And, uh, you, you know, if a person wants to hold it up for a photo, yeah. that's quick and easy. Yep. You know, you don't even have to touch the fish, you know? Right. Yeah. 
And um, do you take you? So you just take that with you. You don't take like a little net or anything, huh? I do have a little net, but I've downgraded a lot. I used to bring way too much stuff, and that kayak I had so much <laughs> stuff in there. I would have a net and things like that. I don't bring it anymore. Yeah. I can handle every fish here. And yeah. If I catch a fish, I want to keep. I have the metal stringers with the clamps. Yeah. It works a little bit better for me, and I, you know, I I put on a million anchor cleats all over my kayak. Yes. I like to use them for. Tie up to just anything. about anything, yeah. yeah. Tie whatever so I hang the one anchor off there. Or I mean, the stringer off yeah. there with my fish. Um, but like you said, I was going to go back to when you catch a bigger fish, like a bigger pike or a bigger bass, yeah. that thing will move you around in the kayak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you'll start moving around. So, yeah. yeah. Now, didn't your father-in-law catch a, a smaller muskie, but he caught a muskie? Yeah. The, I mean, I don't know how big it was. It wasn't a big monster. It was, in that over, it was over 30 inches, yeah. but... Yeah. But it was like right next to him in the right. boat. Yeah, he and, that happened to him. And yeah. right, I think before or after that, Bobby, my brother-in-law, caught a bluegill. He was thinking about keeping it. He's like, "All right, I'm going to keep it." And he was putting it on the stringer, and you know, it floats around right yeah. next to you. A muskie came up and right next to the kayak while it was on the stringer, wham! <laughs> oh. Smacked it. I bet you he jumped. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, so kayak fishing. So so you really enjoy it. I do. I yeah. I like being. You know. I, I'm asking the listeners for, you know, use boats and things like that. That's more for when I want to take my kids out. They're getting a little bit yeah. older now and they're showing an interest in fishing. I right. think it'd be fun. But oh, your daughter, my granddaughter, she is, she's going to be a good angler because she's patient. patient. Yep. The little boy, he's still young and he's still full of, <laughs> you know what, and vinegar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's all over the place. But I do like going yeah. out, you know, by yourself. You you go where you want. You do what you want. Um, yeah. Especially going on these little lakes. Oh yeah. And little and and there are in the area there are places where the only way to get to some of these little lakes, which are only maybe ten twenty acres, you right. know, maybe thirty. But the only way to get to them is down some creek. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the only way to get to them. Yeah. And because the because the property is all owned around it, there's no boat yeah. launches and that. So you go down this little creek, you go in these little lakes, and there's nobody there. And some of these lakes up north, too, that uh, these small ones like that, there'll yeah. be like, let's say there's a little sign post that gives you like the walleye, because every lake up yeah. there has a different walleye right. regulation. Right. But some of them are handmade signs from like people that live around there. Yeah. Keep all bass. Oh, really? So this one lake I went to on a black and orange spinnerbait was the only thing I was catching them on. Yeah. It was bass after bass, 18, 19, 17, all big quality bass. Yeah. And they want those things out of there. I mean, there was, I caught a lot of fish on this little oh, tiny. Now, but what was the, le- what was the DNR limit? 14. It was a normal size limit. Five, five fish? Five fish. But those people were saying, well, or keep, keep oh, as many, like, keep, keep your your limit. limit. Yeah. Keep your limit. Get okay, them out of here. They, get they them out of here. Them. Yeah. Well, Ron, isn't that what they're doing up at Chippewa Flowage? They yeah, want they, you to they, keep the same them? thing? They declared war on a largemouth up there. <laughs> really? Well, there's, there's too many of them. There, there's, there's, <laughs> Apparently, there's science that says that uh, largemouth bass and walleye populations are are not uh, conducive, co- conducive to each other. Oh, okay, gotcha. And, or were you, you going to say copacetic? With yeah. Each other? In, in, <laughs> in northern Wisconsin, you know, it's the walleye, the walleye, the mm, walleye. That's all then, it is. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. So uh, they've declared war on on uh, largemouth. You can actually uh, keep largemouth starting this the first Saturday in the month of May. Right. And and what's the limit up there? Five. Five fish and any size? Any size. Any size. On the okay. largemouth. Smallmouth are protected until, I think, June 14th or something like okay. that. Okay. Now, wow. Nick, when you're doing the kayak fishing, do you kind of feel like it's almost like a stealth fishing thing? Because my, my dad and I used to, we, we used to go up on Lake Nokomis way up north, small little yeah. lake. No uh, and it was, again, it was a lot of people from, a lot of a lot of Illinois people, a lot of people from Chicago, guys, yeah. with these big, loud motors. And they're going around this kind of shallow little part lake. of the smaller yeah, lake. Know. 
And my dad and I are sitting out there in a two-man canoe, and we're pulling fish up because, I mean, we're quiet. You can yeah. pull it right into the weeds. You don't have to worry yeah. about your prop. Right. And everyone's running around with these giant motors going, wah, wah, wah. why can't we sneak up on the fish? I mean, is there something to that with the I, noise? I think there is. Um, yeah. You you can get in those places, creep in, and let's say you got those big pencil reeds, and there's like an opening way in there. Yeah. I can take that kayak right, right over those in pencil there. reeds and get into that openings that those other boats aren't going to get into. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yes, it's all quiet, yeah. stealthy. You can just creep right in. Oh, I yeah. got to tell you guys, uh, last week I'm driving north on 45. Now, I always tell people at the Sherpa stores. Now this is now nobody listens to me though, <laughs> but I say when you sell a kayak. You do, and you, and if the people have whatever they have to tie it on the top of their car or whatever, um, if they have a special rack, that's great. But the the employee should not be tying anything down. No, because then they're responsible. The store right. is responsible. You can you can recommend say, oh, you might want to do this, that, or whatever. But you have to let the customer tie it down. Well, I'm going north on 45, and about it must have been a good half a mile in front, maybe a little bit more. I see these. Two blue things up in the air. I mean, literally 10, 12 feet in the air. I see two blue things. I don't know what the heck they are. And all of a sudden, all the traffic's stopping. Right? I mean, all three lanes, dead stop. Now they're starting to move, but everybody's getting out of the middle lane. They're going to the left or to the right. And as I'm creeping by, the guy had two kayaks on the top of his car. They flew off. And he stopped his vehicle right in the middle of the freeway, in the middle, in the center lane, and he's picking up these kayaks. Now, the one thing that I did not notice was, and I think, and it probably happened because it was a lot of traffic, it was busy, one of those kayaks might have hit, like, the car right behind him. Sure. Oh, yeah. Might have, you know. So, yeah, that, so, folks, when you do buy a kayak, if you have a special kayak carrier, that's great. Yep. Otherwise, you make sure that thing's tied down really good. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah, I use just uh-huh. the simple J-Racks on top of my yeah. roof rack, and it works yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, that's that's a tip of the week, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Tied tie it down. <laughs> now, your father-in-law, doesn't he have a trailer that he, he can put several kayaks on? Multiple. So, when we get a yeah. group that go up north, we all can put our kayaks on the one yeah. and drive all together to the lake. That's so, cool. It is That's nice. great. Yeah. All right, we got to go to a break, folks. Mr. Bodie is uh, throwing things at me now. Anyway, we'll be right back with more right here with on well 105.7 FM, the fan. One of the greatest albums, Ron, yes, ever made. Joe Cocker's Mad Dogs and Englishmen. Hey, really? Mad Dogs and Englishmen by Joe Cocker. So Great spe- album. Speaking of Joe Cocker, there was a, a YouTube video going around from when Joe Cocker and John Belushi were on Saturday Night Live. I, Hilarious. I, I saw that when it happened, okay? <laughs> that was back like in the 70s. Right. I saw it when it happened. My wife and I were, maybe we were only married a couple, a year, couple years maybe, and I literally fell off the couch. I was sitting on the couch. I <laughs> fell off the couch. I was rolling on the fo- floor laughing. That was so hilarious. Yep. Every if, time any, I- if anybody wants to get a great laugh, and they know how good John Belushi was, and Joe Cocker, now for the millennials, now you know him, Nick, Mr. Bodie. Oh, yeah. But for a lot of millennials, they don't know Joe Cocker. He he had the weirdest moves and gyrations, and it wasn't on purpose. It was just the way he kind of a strange duck. But yep. anyway, and 
and here comes Belushi behind him, dressed in the same outfit and doing the same moves and gyrations. <laughs> and Cocker doesn't know he's there. I mean, it was hilarious. I mean, seriously, if any, what is it? Uh, what do you? What did you go on YouTube it's to on find you, it? It's on just uh, Google, Joe Cocker, uh, Joe Cocker, John, John Belushi. Belushi. Yeah, it it was. It's hilarious. It is good. Hey, before we get into the story, you got Ron. We got a uh, an email here. This is from Bob. It says, "Just saw this this morning on Facebook while listening." And it's a picture. It says Big Fish, and I'm pulling up the picture now. This thing, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, Ron, you got to get off your chair. Because you, yeah, you're a musky guy. You're going to like this. Ron is walking across oh. the studio. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah. That's a big fish. That's a big fish. That is a, that's a dandy. That's well over 50 inches. Oh, well over. Does it say where it was caught? No, it doesn't say. Well, wait a minute. Uh, wow, Josh, it's real small writing. Krieger of Wausau said he caught this 52-and-a-half-inch muskie May 28th near Green Bay. He said it's the biggest he's ever caught. The muskie was released. So near Green Bay, which means Bay of Green Bay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bay of Green Bay. Well, they do have monster fish up there. That's a great photo because it looks bigger than 52 inches. It does. Uh, you know, the, it the, looks the bigger. The fellow might be a smaller guy, but yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a, a big uh, and it's heavy. Yeah, it's, it's that's a good photo. Congratulations yes. to him. And thanks, Bob, for sending that in. Okay, now, Ron, you were going to. Yeah, well, we were talking about kayak fishing, yeah. and, and last summer, uh, one I don't remember what day of the week, might have been a Thursday or Friday, but uh, there was I pulled into the par- a parking lot at Smokey's, and there's a, tr- a car with a trailer on it that was for kayaks, and so you know I didn't think they were already launched, and and I go in and I open up the store, and a couple hours later they come in, and as it turned out, there was going to be they were pre-fishing for a bass tournament that was for kayak fishermen. Oh, okay. And it, it, oh, the wow. tournament was going to be on Pewaukee and Nagawika. Your choice, and apparently it's a uh, like a trail, some kind of a trail that yeah. they had going for bass fishing out of kayaks. So I says to the guy, you know, how's how's it been out there? And he says, oh, I just got a forty-eight inch muskie, and uh, you know, I thought, okay. So as it turned out, while he had it on, and he, he actually caught the fish uh, right on the tip of the peninsula out in front of the shop there. There's a okay. little tiny rock out there, mm-hmm. and uh, he, when he had the fish on, he put it on on Facebook Live. <laughs> so really? it was yes. Yeah, so because he had a, he had a, a, a camera. Go, yeah. Oh, he had the GoPro or whatever. And, and he put it. Well, he must have done it with a cell phone. Oh, okay. Facebook Live. I don't think you could have done from Through the GoPro. Oh, okay. Right, right. It had to be a cell phone. phone yeah. Right. Okay. But he did put it on Facebook Live, and uh, he replayed it for me. And he said it was a four footer. And if it wasn't a four footer, I don't know how he really measured it in a kayak. But if it wasn't, it was awful close. It was big. And he caught a lot of chatterbait. Really? really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. That chatterbait. I tell yeah. you. <laughs> That's he, awesome. He was pulling muskies with a kayak. Just well, one. Well, the, the kayak probably got pulled around. Oh, yeah. I was. I was about. Yeah. To say, sure. is, is there a limit to the? I mean, a size or a type of fish you'd be going after in a in a boat well, that set? Because you're going to capsize yourself. Depends on how big uh, your stones are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw. Or if this. you know the old trick about breathing yeah. under the boat once it capsizes. I heard about this, and I saw, so they got it on YouTube. A guy was in the ocean. He had an ocean kayak, and he was fishing, fishing for smaller fish, right? Well, he got happened to get a shark. The shark towed him, and it was like, I don't know what size. It was a good size one. It towed him two miles south of where he was. Two miles south. Wow. He 
fine. And it was going to keep going, and the guy decided, I better cut my line. God only knows where I'm going to end up. <laughs> so he cut his line. Two miles wow. that thing was towing him. And then uh, there's guys who go on Lake Michigan with kayaks. Now, yep. a number mm-hmm. of years back, uh, we were going out with Dumper Dan. We were doing mm-hmm. a TV show with Dumper Dan, and we were in the harbor there in Sheboygan. It was fall. Yep. And this is in fall. You know, the, the, the salmon, they come into the harbors, right, like Milwaukee Harbor, Sheboygan, Port Washington, whatever. They come into the harbor. So as we're coming out of the harbor, we're just, you know, we're going through the harbor. And I see this guy in a kayak, and he's got these two rods out, and he's paddling fast. He's trolling with his kayak, yeah. right? I wanted to see him get a salmon on so bad. I, I I almost felt like asking Dumper Dan, hey, can we just stop here and watch this guy? Yeah, I want right. to see if he gets one because he's going to get towed around for right. sure, without a doubt. That would be so – Dan, uh, you can ever try that, Nick? I don't know, but those guys <laughs> on Lake Michigan do that more often yeah. than you think. There's, a, there's you know, you read Lake Link, I'm fish reports yeah. and things like that. They have a forum for uh, Lake Michigan kayak fishing. Do they? I look yeah. at it and read it and things like that. And yeah. It's interesting. I mean – I don't know if I'd ever get into that. Larry Larry Smith Outdoors had a show on that about a year or two ago. Yeah, I remember that. Oh. I remember that one. Yeah. And then the camera the camera guy was in another kayak yeah. next to him. Yeah, right. That yeah. was that was interesting. Yeah, that was good. Oh man. Back, back in uh, in the early seventies, uh I had an eleven foot double ended canoe. Yeah. And uh and I was you know, at that point in time I had a travel trailer parked on Lake Tomahawk by Monaco and, and I wanted to catch a hybrid muskie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did a little research, and I found that the DNR had a, a rearing pond, a rearing lake, and it was it was called Scaffold Lake. It was maybe forty acres, and and it was, it was off the beaten path. So I, I go in there with my eleven foot double foot double ended canoe to catch a hybrid muskie, and lo and behold, I catch a thirty six inch regular muskie. <laughs> but uh, talk about you know that eleven foot canoe, and and I probably weighed sixty seventy pounds less. That sucker towed the boat around. Oh yeah, I can believe it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I've never been in a kayak, and I was in and out of a canoe once when I was a teenager. I mean, literally in it and tipped it and out of it. (laughs) And right then and there, I said, canoes are not for me. They don't like me. I'm not going in a canoe ever again. Tipping the canoe is half the fun. Because then you get to stick your head under, and there's the air. We used to do that. Uh, we, we, <laughs> wait no, a minute, wait a minute. We had, we had our, so we had the old, we had an old metal canoe, the one my dad used to take us yeah. out fishing in. Uh, so he would take us out when we were up north. He'd take us out on the lake. Me and my brother and my mom would watch from shore. Uh, and so, of course, every year he liked to scare the heck out of her. Uh, so we'd get out halfway through the lake, and then he'd pretend like we capsized, and we'd tip it. And then you could hold on, you stick your head underneath, and you can, you know, there's plenty of oxygen under there. So we'd stay there for like four or five minutes, just long enough for her to get really concerned. <laughs> yeah. That's half the fun of being in a canoe, man. That's funny. That's funny. Driving your mother nuts. That's what gave her gray hair, yeah. probably. Yeah. Why do mom and dad always fight on vacation? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. So anyway, folks, just to reiterate real quick, all the Sherpa store, stores have 10% off your entire purchase when you buy a kayak, canoe, or stand-up paddle board, excluding sale or uh, clearance items. So whatever you get in the store besides that canoe is 10% off. And it doesn't have to be canoe-related. Right. It could be a bunch of whatever. Clothing. Yeah, could be whatever. So just wanted to let you know that. And there was, oh, yeah, and we're looking for uh, a maybe 10-year-old, roughly, give or take a few years, 17-foot boat with, like, about a 40 or 50 horse for Nick. He's looking for a used boat, uh, boat motor trailer, electric motor, uh, locators, whatever. If you know of anybody who's got one, a little bit newer used one, you know, uh, and also a pontoon, a used pontoon. 
The no-name bookies looking for a 18- or 20-foot pontoon boat. Preferably with bunk trailers, those scissor trailers. Everybody hates those. Mm-hmm. Those are terrible. Yeah. But we need a bunk trailer. But if you don't have a trailer with it, well, I guess you'll have to go buy one. All <laughs> right. That's it for the updates. we got to go to a break right now. We're going to be back. 799-1250 is the phone number. That's 414-79-1250 if you want to be part of the show, got any questions or comments. And also you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan, and 1250 Sports Radio, 1250 on the AM dial. Hey, I got to let you guys know that a uh, couple of new places that have live bait. Sherpers and Hales Corners yep. has live bait, and Carl's Country Market in Menominee Falls and Pil- uh, Silver Spring and Mil- Pilgrim Road. He's got live bait in, in the, the gas in, station. In the gas station. Yeah, in the gas yep. station. So, uh, yeah, you know, they're, they're, you know, let's face it, bait shops are except for Dick Smith's Bait and Tackle, they're a thing of the past, unless you get up north. Right. There's right. bait shops up. But around here, oh, I'm sorry. And, well, Smokey's, Smokey's right. Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. But at least they're, you know, okay, they got stuff. You guys have stuff for, like, bass, walleye, panfish, all that stuff. But all the musky stuff you have, if if you don't have it, people don't need it. Pretty much I so. I mean, pretty much so. I mean, you got every, and you got all the different live baits from small minnows to suckers. I mean, you got right. all the different live baits. You got all the different types of worms. Yep. You got a boat launch right there. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's all, and, and ice. That's really important. You got well, ice. We've got ice for the live wells. We've <laughs> yeah. got ice cream now. Yeah, that's we've right. We've got, got ice, ice cream, cream in the <laughs> store. Yeah. And all uh, different kinds of things, you know, ice, ice cream sandwiches, ice, push ups, frozen. Snickers, push-ups, all that stuff. Yep, sand, ice cream, <laughs> sandwich bars, yeah. uh, beer, soda, water, beer, candy, soda, yeah, you, chips. We yeah. got it all. And a bathroom. And a bathroom. Uh, you got to have that. Well, also, if, if someone's looking for a musky rod cheap, uh, I'm, I'm uh, clearing out the tackle industry rods uh, for 115 bucks a piece. So Normally, what were they? Uh, up to 200 Oh, wow. Really? They're only yeah. at 115 now? Yeah. Oh, Wow. They were they were average price was like one hundred and sixty to two hundred one hundred and fifteen yeah. bucks. You know what? If there's somebody listening right now, if you're listening and you're a regular listener to this show, call us at four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. You got that, Nick? Okay, seven nine nine twelve fifty. I want to put you on the air. I want to give you something. If you're a regular listener to the show, I'm serious. I'm dead serious about this. I'm, if you're a regular listener to the show, I want to give you something, 799-1250. But the thing is, you got to pick it up at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. Yep. You got So if you know where that is, you know, you're good to go. So as Nick is answering the phones, all we need is one person because I'm only going to give one of these. Right. Okay. Can't give too many away. No, no. It's funny you talk about <laughs> yeah. uh, bait stores up north. When we go up where we are, there's really not a bait store. There's a sign that says Nightcrawlers. You follow the sign. It's a guy's house with a little mini fridge. You open it up, grab your Nightcrawlers, and you drop a dollar in a box. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, that's it's honor system up cool. there. Oh, yeah. you don't, uh, Nick. You don't have to get his name and address. Yeah, a name. Just a name. A, we should have a name. Yeah, just a name. That's all we need. Just a name. All right, while well, he's doing it. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised. Now, you remember, Nick, when you were a kid, we picked night crawlers. Yeah, all the time. We always did. Went out with the flashlight, yep. you know, in the cans, you know. And we always did. 
Do you do that anymore? I don't, but <laughs> now with the backyard I have now, and I see a lot of these worms. I was planting some trees and things like that. I saw a lot of night crawlers, and the kids are into worms, you know, as any yeah. kid is. I'm going to do that this year. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do that. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, who do you got? I had to go with somebody local. We got our buddy Alan and Hales Corners online. Good morning, Alan. You're on the crazy train. Hey, Alan. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, How you doing? Good. You know where Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop is? I do actually. Uh, I used to rent from Ron all the time before I bought my boat, so he he knows the name. Okay, okay. Alan. Yep. Uh, what we're gonna do is off the air. You're gonna just give your full name to Nick, okay? Okay. And then we're gonna give it to Ron, and he's gonna put it at the store. And you're gonna get a cutting edge outdoors hat. You can get nice. they, they got they got a camo one Ooh. or they got a black and white one. You know whatever. So all you gotta do is go out to the store, and Ron will have a hat with your name on it. You know, and saying, "Hey, you get this. Which one do you want, camo or the black hat?" Black hat is fine. Sir. Okay, so Ron, he's uh, gonna put your Ron's gonna put your name on a black hat. He'll have it behind the register, and you just walk in and say, "Hey, my name's Alan So and So, uh, and I won this hat." And they will give you that hat. Okay. Awesome. Appreciate it, man. Now, Thanks. now, what we need you to do is you take a picture of you wearing that hat and send it to the uh, CEO <laughs> guys at Yahoo.com. All right. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we wanna we wanna greet our listeners. We wanna see who they are. Okay. Oh, appreciate it. All right. Yep. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, so buddy. St- uh, yep. stay on. We're gonna put you on hold to get your full name. Okay. Okay. Stay on hold. Thanks, Alan. Bye. You, you Bye. know, Dad. Speaking of the cutting out edge outdoor hats, when we're talking about kayak fishing and the flags in the back, yeah. I forgot to say what I do besides the flag. I wear the orange cutting edge. Oh edge yeah, outdoor the orange hat, one. And I stick out then. Yeah, that you helps. do. Yeah, the yeah. orange one is great. But, I don't know if we got any orange ones left. Do we? Um, there might be I don't one know. or two. There might, maybe there yeah. might. Yeah, be. these hats the, are great. The the camel ones are cool. Yeah, they're they're. But you know, when they're old and faded like mine, you yeah. don't really see the yeah. name that well. No. But the black hats, it's like uh, cutting edges in white, and on outdoors is in chartreuse. Right. Is that or is it vice versa? Well, I mean, yeah, one of the two. It's but sweet. it stands out. Yeah, right. Right. Pe- people know it's the cutting edge outdoors, right? Yeah. Which is really nice yeah. Oh, yeah so i think uh every now and then we might do that ron all right yeah i remember alan i remember he used to come in and rent boats all the time then he bought a he bought his own boat yeah and, uh, he still comes in for live bait though yeah that's yep. great and he's a must be a regular listener to the yep. show right know? and you know it's funny when i asked for that the phone lines did light up yeah <laughs> they, they all lit up you know it's funny you you guys don't get to see this i sitting where i sit in the studio I get to see all of Nick's computers, all his screens, and I get to see the phone and if they're lighting up or not. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of cool where I sit over here. Yeah. I think Gary Ellerson sits That's here. Phone list here. There was four. Yeah, they're. Oh. oh yeah, they got a phone list over there. So anyway, yeah, you can give that name to Ron. Here, give it to Ron. Yeah. And. Uh, that's actually the Steve Sparky Pfeiffer chair right there that you're in. Oh, is that right? So that Sparky's? is that's the Sparky chair. We think that's that's the quarterback seat. Oh, that's right. Uh, Gary sits then, over there by in the corner. Gary the sits over corner. there. Yeah, and because uh, he likes to put his knee up. And um, they got to keep those two apart. No, no, no. They're they're a lot of fun. And then Nick is actually Nick Newbauer is in the Leroy Butler seat. Oh, so that's that's oh, where yeah. he Lambo leaps into two to six every weekday on the fan, the Wendy's Big Show. Catch him. Beauforting Bill is where I am. It's a lot of fun. Beauforting Bill. <laughs> he doesn't still wear that man bun, does he? Occasionally, yeah. Does he? We we used to give him crap about that. What would you rather have him or me, who went bald at nineteen? You got to pick your poison there, Tom. R- rather have uh, man buns? No, man buns? <laughs> no. I'm sorry, that is. Uh, what would you call that? A per- guy wearing a man bun is that uh, metrosexual or something or, like that? Or is that hipster? Would yeah. that be a hipster? Uh, I don't know. 
The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. Would that be called a hipster? We'll I mean, keep I it don't a, know. We'll keep it at a hipster. Yeah, we'll keep it at a hipster, I guess. But uh, I, not a man bun? No, I'm sorry. But, that... but is he a hipster? I met him on the show. Oh, uh, he's not he's a not hipster. Baby Tausch is not a no, hipster. No, he's very he's cool, not a... very down to earth. Yeah, yeah. We, we we like him here. We we enjoy him. Uh, we, we like it when he fills in, you know. Yeah. Um, and, well, of course, he was our producer for a while there, for right. quite a while. And... Uh, yeah, I met him a couple times, and yeah, he does look like Mark Tauscher big time. Yeah, he does. He's yeah. a big, he's a big dude, you know. Yeah. And uh, no, but the man bun? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no man buns. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we get we're really getting off the rails now, uh, talking about that. Uh, anyway, so uh, we got a few topics coming up. Uh, you know, we have uh, deer hunting that's not not far away. I don't know how many of you are going to put in for that. Pay that ten dollars for the opportunity to maybe get an elk tag. Mm. They no, made a lot of money last year on that. They, did that just end this weekend? Maybe when do you have to apply for that? I I don't know. I think it's very. It's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Yeah. And don't forget, folks, this is the free fishing weekend all day today and tomorrow till midnight. Yeah. You know, free fishing weekend. And uh, you do not need a park sticker to get into the state parks. That's oh, right. No yeah. park sticker. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very good. There's some good parks to go to. Actually, there's some good state parks that ha- actually have good fishing from shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And, of course, they got the picnic tables and all that. You can do the whole thing. Right. With the, with yeah. The for family. Mother's Day, I was, uh, I, I have the the patron's license, so I yeah. get the free park sticker, state okay. park sticker. We went to Ottawa Lake. Yeah. And we did hiking around the trails over there, and then we oh. went- we were gonna go fishing, but I had the two kids with us, and it was windy and cold, and they were complaining the whole time. It's so cold. <laughs> they were complaining. I'm hungry. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I gotta tell the folks real quick before we go to a break. Uh, you know, them living in Arizona for ten years, and that's the only thing the kids knew was Arizona. After they, we got our first cold snap with snow. What did Harper say to you? She said, "Can we move back to our house in Arizona? <laughs> <laughs> it's too cold here." I don't blame her. I don't blame her. All right, we're gonna be right back, folks. Last break of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. I'm Tom Newbauer. He's Ron Heidenreich. He's Nick Newbauer, and he's Nick Bodie behind the boards. Stay tuned for more. Okay, folks, now we got a few minutes for the one, the only, the legend in his own mind, the old, the one and only Bushmaster. Here's Bushy on the line with us live from Door County. Hey, Bushy. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, we're doing good. How you doing? Well, I almost forgot to give you guys a call here. I'm sitting here with Mark Horton and uh, Ron Bass Pro, Ron Johnson. My brother Tim left yesterday after schooling us and catching smallies. But uh, we're having a good time up here. The weather wasn't as bad as what we thought. So uh, water temp, uh, we we were worried it'd be a little too cold, and uh, we're still getting uh, low 50s, and we're uh, jerkbaiting a bunch of bass, got a ton of them from, oh, I don't know, a whole bunch of 17 to 19 inches with some 20 inches in there as well. But my brother Tim bought some jerkbait down in California. I can't even remember the name of it. And it's been out fishing everything we got, including the mega bass. So wow, amazing. wow. Yeah. Uh, we did switch to. Uh, I'm learning new techniques, being as I'm not a bass fisherman. We uh, 
Um, where when the jerkbait bite slowed down and it got flat calm, Mark pulled out a uh, uh, fly, uh, marabou black uh, hair jig, I guess you got you bass pros call it. And it's interesting. You always read that you're supposed to hop them and this and that. Just cast it out, let it sink a little bit on down, try and keep it off the bottom in a steady retrieve like a grub. And by God, uh, the first couple of fish were a couple of four and a half pound, 19 inches. So. I tied on a hair jig and caught one myself. So we're having a good time up here. We did do the Mink River, went up Ned rigged, Ned rigging and got some fish up in there. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, bass on beds in Rowley's Bay, and guys are uh, fishing, bed fishing those with uh, drop shots. Um, so overall, uh, fishing's been good. Ron lost a giant. If anybody wants to catch big pike, my suggestion is go fish the mouth of the Mink River because nobody fishes for pike there. We constantly get cut off, and Ron was in there throwing a spinnerbait yesterday, and he lost about a 45-incher when it hit, took off, and made a mighty leap like a marlin and came out of the water shaking and sent the spinnerbait flying. So nobody fishes those monster pike. Wow. But they're, wow. Uh, they're up here. I, I remember <clears throat> as a kid growing up in Green Bay, I'd, I'd read uh, Dave Otto, I think, was the writer for the Green Bay Press-Gazette, He'd write articles about trolling for brown trout off of Raleigh's Bay in the mm-hmm, spring. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while he'd, uh, and, you know, he'd talk about mink river. And uh, every once in a while he'd talk about a 40-inch pike. They'd catch brown trout uh, fishing. So there's lots of big fish. This is the greatest fishery in the world up here in Door County, I'll tell you. Um, and the best, you want to know the best part about my trip, Tom? Yeah, what's that? My tent doesn't leak. Um, <laughs> I bought <laughs> I bought, I bought a new tent this year after buying seam seal and trying to get that old beater tent of mine going last year. I was in with 10 towels, keeping, keeping, yeah. soaking up the water last year. So now you're Not dry. To, now I got the uh, new deluxe Coleman tent. All right. Hey, Bushy, we got to run. All right, all right, buddy. We'll see you next week. All right. Looking forward to it. Talk to you later. Uh, who was that email from? Was that from Baby Tausch? Yeah, we do what have did a, he say? a text here from Bill Baby Tausch Schmidt after you, not me, I would like to say for the record, I love Baby Tausch's hair and his laugh. <laughs> uh, Baby Tausch, former off-college offensive lineman, pretty big dude, says, tell my boy Tommy the true I got a metrosexual forearm with his name on it. <laughs> so, Uh-oh, I think I'm, I'm, I could get smacked in yeah, the nose. Be careful. You might get a Mark, you might get a Mark Tausch or pancake block oh, when you walk uh-oh. out of here, man. I better watch it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad he's listening. I'm glad he's listening. That's anyway, funny. all right, real quick, we got an email here. This is from Adam. He says, okay, Tom, you may have been wrong, Adam. How, you know, if I'm ever wrong, I'm usually wrong that I was wrong. That's the only time I'm wrong. Okay. But okay. anyway, <laughs> I went. he says, I went to Smokey's looking for one of my go-to spring baits, and they don't have it. Ron, now this is for you, Ron. Ron, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be a bad idea to carry some Rapala Husky Jerks early in the year. Just my two cents. Have a great day, guys. From Adam. Not a bad idea. They're, they are good baits. Not a bad idea. Husky jerks. Now, those are the same. Are those those uh, uh, suspending ones? The yeah, size that we use for bass and walleye? Well, I don't or use the bigger them, but ones. Uh, the, the husky jerk is a great suspending bait. They, yeah. And uh, Rapala also makes a shadow wrap, which is a good suspender. Yeah. And then they make one, I think it's called the rip stop, yeah. which is a, is a stops dead in its tracks. Cause that's, it, and that's more for bass and walleye, but I guess in the spring it does good on musky? Or do they come in a larger yeah, size? Well, actually, last week when I was up to my trailer on the Chippewa Floridge, there was one, one musky caught uh, 
you know, the muskie season opened on Saturday mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. And the only muskie that was caught that day was caught on a husky jerk. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, yes. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Well, there we go. And there was something else you somebody wanted to mention. Oh, oh you had the, the about the, 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 the umbrellas. umbrellas. Oh, yeah. From Muskie Zinc. Uh, I want to put a shout out to the uh, local Muskie Zinc chapter, the Mu- Milwaukee Muskie Zinc. They got uh, together and they bought three umbrellas for our picnic tables at the store. And they have advertising on them for TNA tackle, bite back tackle, uh, st- uh, Rocky Point tackle, and Slammer tackle. They all contributed toward the cost of those umbrellas and a uh, very nice donation. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. And we also want to say that uh, we support our men and women in blue and even the ones who don't wear the uniforms, right. <laughs> you know, the, like the detectives and whatever. We support our police, our fires, and first responders and all that. We appreciate what you do out there. Was there anything else, Nick? You you said there was something that you wanted to bring up. I was just going to say, if my kids are listening, Harper and Van and Angie, if you're listening as well, Grandpa and Dad, we're waving at you right now through, <laughs> through the radio. So if you're listening, hey, guys. <laughs> um, That's cool. But no, other than that, uh, I had some other topics I was going to talk about. Yeah, we little, didn't get to everything. A little turkey hunting. Just yeah. so, I'll give you a quick summary. I did not shoot one. I did have somewhat of an opportunity where a tom was displayed in front of me but the shot just wasn't right so it was there, behind some brush there's a little that, brush yeah. and i didn't want to unethical un- yeah bad shot so yeah yeah but one of the cool things was i was sitting on the you know on the ground doing my calling and i'm in my ghillie yeah. suit camoed out and i'll make it real quick no 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 you don't have to make it real quick a deer come pops out i'm like oh that's pretty cool and he starts making its way right toward me right toward me that thing probably got about i'm not joking 15 feet from me and I didn't move it. I'm just and sitting. He, and finally, you know, it, it must have caught wind and smelled. And but that far away, of just he just walked looking. right to you. <laughs> that shows you how good those ghillie suits are. How you blend in and you yeah. look just like a bush. Or are you going to wear that ghillie suit this Halloween? Sit on the front porch. I should. <laughs> <laughs> I should. <laughs> scary little kids. I I did that one Halloween where I had this really scary mask, you know, and I answered the door with it, and the, there were two little kids there, right, with the mom. And they were started crying, you know, and wanted to run behind your mother's legs, you know, and all that. She started hollering at me. Uh-huh. What are you doing, scaring little kids? I said, it's Halloween. I'm wearing a mask. You if know? it's the yeah. mask I'm thinking of when we were yeah. kids, that's a scary mask. That's a, that is a, and, and one time, Nick's bedroom was, like, opposite our bedroom, but our windows were on the same side of the house. And I got this broomstick or oh, yeah, some yeah. piece of long wood, <laughs> and I put that mask on it, and I put it out. Our, well, there was like a little porch, you know, on, on right, off yeah. of our bedroom. And uh, I stuck it out so that it was looking in his window. Oh, man. You should have heard him scream. Yeah, gee, honey, I don't know why the kids need therapy. <laughs> I got no idea. Therapy and a change of underwear. Yeah. <laughs> That was fun. Well, Ron, I'm glad uh, you and Nick, I'm glad you, I bo- I'm glad both of you guys could yep. come in today. You, you know, th- this show, two hours go so fast sometimes. It we does. don't get to all the topics. Yeah. We don't get to all the stories we want. You know, sometimes we get off the we get off the rails, you know, but but that's the fun part of it, you know. Right. And and uh, is Bill is a uh, 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 big time Mike McGivern going to be in? No, this Mike, morning? Mike is uh, Mike is actually out today. But we've got uh, we got a best of show, one of his best episodes for the Nary Home Improvement Show. We got, of course, the Youth Sports Show, uh, and then I believe it's Don Wachillis is coming in to host the yeah. uh, the, ba- <clears throat> the coaches baseball show. Okay, ten. So we got a great lineup for you here on the fan, and don't miss the on deck show at two o'clock. Yeah, and I want to thank. Game. Yeah, and I want to thank uh, thank all the people who email this stuff and people who called us you know th- th- this makes the show a lot more fun and inter- interesting when people are calling us and emailing us you know yep. 
Because let's face it, you know, when it comes to fishing and hunting, we're always learning in yeah, life. Right. Always learning different things, different techniques, whatever. You know, it's not something that, uh, you know, like bowling, you just do it. Right. right? No. You know, it's the same thing every time. <laughs> I better not say that. Now, Sparky will get mad at me. I got Billy, I got baby Tausch mad at me. <laughs> yeah. But the man bun, really? <laughs> well, we'll talk to Heather about that. We'll get you get your hair long and no. then we'll get you. You better make sure you got there. both these guys with you when you walk out to the parking lot, Tom. Is he's not coming in this morning, is he? You better hope not. I better hope not. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tease him about that. I'm gonna still do that. I'm gonna tease him. <laughs> okay, hey folks. Dron, Nick. Thank you very much. I'm Tom Neubauer. He's Nick Neubauer. He's Ron Heidenreich. He's Nick Bodie. Thanks for listening today. So God bless. Stay free. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.